Greetings. Reflecting on the readings for today, I found that rather than using them to critique others, I was challenged to critically introspect. The reading from Malachi and the Gospel from Matthew, addressed to the religious leaders of their times, describe a way to measure effectivity of religious leadership. While the obvious focus of the readings would be the ordained of today, let us extend it to ourselves, women and others involved in seeking a church according to the mind and heart of the divine. We too are called and entrusted with the task of facilitating the right understanding of divine teaching in the context of our times. The readings challenge us to face the contradictions within ourselves and grow into an expansion and opening of our very being, our own Christ consciousness, our spirituality. Then like in the Psalm of today, we can acclaim, in you, Lord, I have found my peace. Jesus in the gospel critiques the religious leaders for their hypocrisy, draws attention to the narrow burdensome way in which they interpret the law, cites their main motivation for leadership being their attachment to privilege and also the fact that the, what they preach is incongruent with what they practice. What are our motivations for being part of this ministry of struggle and all that it entails? Do we live out our yes to our call to leadership with integrity and genuineness? Paul in the second reading tells us that it is possible to be an effective leader. His style of caring leadership bore fruit among those he ministered to. He says that his integrity and faithfulness were revealed in his style of teaching where those receiving the word of God from hearing him received not the human word, but as it truly was the word of God. Why is it that spirit-inspired understandings of the word of God fail to reach the faithful? Instead, out-of-date teachings bereft of compassion and mercy, restricted to the rule of law, which in itself needs to be reviewed, make people stumble, falter, feel unwelcome, guilty and excluded. Teachings with a skewed understanding of scripture, understanding of relationships, marriage, divorce, violence and abuse, sexual preferences, interreligious relationships, etc., pass on an interpretation of the good news which is totally out of sync with the heart and mind of Christ. True, ordained leaders are entrusted with the primary task of teaching and they appear to be ignorant of how to read and interpret scripture through the lens of Christ. Progress made in the sciences and theological studies are disregarded, mainly because of mindsets resistance to, resistant to change. Most faithful in the pews have very little access to updated faith formation or even formation to think critically. 
instead of being supported and accompanied in their life's challenges, they are fed placebos of endless novenas, rituals and prayers to call on an external God to bring about a solution. Or they are told to accept their situations as God's will for them. How responsible are we for this situation? Do we make efforts to present something different? The ministry of struggle for equal discipleship includes teaching, mentoring, and accompanying others. This embraces transformation of the mindsets of those who exclude as well as those who are excluded so that they become conscious of the injustice of the discrimination which is normalized and know that it is contrary to the values of the reign of God. Are we ready to share with others this gift of our learning from the studies we engage in, seminars we attend, research we do, and the papers we present? Do we create new spaces to share what we gain with others? We have been very active in challenging the misogynistic patriarchal mindsets that perpetuate exclusion. Women leaders within the church to persistent personal study, sacrifice and effort have carved out a space where their voices can be expressed. Can we stretch these spaces to include new voices and perspectives? How do we ensure that the systems of exclusion and privilege we challenge are not practiced by us consciously or unconsciously? Jesus' model of servant discipleship included instructing, nurturing, and accompanying those who followed him as they grew in the understanding of their discipleship. He showed us that humility, love, mercy, compassion, and justice were inseparable. In our ministry, do we stay honest and authentic in our relationship with God and others? Or do our hidden agendas impact how we exercise our leadership? Saying yes to a sacred call needs being vulnerable, being conscious of and addressing the fears that deter us from living out our yes honestly and completely. Let us commit to help one another be effective leaders. May our lives witness our love and faithfulness to God, the church and the good news. As we address the shadow side of the church, we need to also challenge the shadow side of ourselves. In our fight against exclusion, let us try to consciously live inclusive lives. In our work for the reign of God, may we testify to the kind of world we are working towards. Stay blessed.